Like, if you want to start it, like, I'm just saying, like, I'm, well, I'm throwing it out there started. Okay, whatever. Three, two, one. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and go. And, and go. go. Yeah, do you want to do uh, introductions? Yeah, okay. So, uh, this is episode two of Pretty Much Experts. I'm RJ Patterson, live from the Czech Republic. It's my brother, Mike. My brother, <laughs> Skylar. Last week, episode one, barely any controversy. And, uh, <laughs> More than I expected. More than I expected, <laughs> Not though. that bad, though. No, was, yeah, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Honestly, whatever. Uh, behind the scenes, though, like, speaking with people in my personal life that enjoy the Tragically Hip and trying to explain to them, you know, what was it, what, what it was about, or even just, like, our stance on it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like, you, you get five seconds of that conversation, and it's just... <sighs> Yeah, I feel like my uh, feedback was about 50-50 between like private messages of people are like, yo, dude, like that band blows, you're right. And then like on the other hand, like it's actually really well, like you have to listen to the deeper cuts and you'll appreciate it on another level. Okay, I'll admit I've never gone deep. Deep? No. um, To the marrow. Oh, I was going to say, I think the main problem was last week. The first 45 minutes got lost. And I think in the first 45 minutes, we were actually talking about it a little bit more and a little bit more like eloquent and like, oh, this is why I don't like them. This is why I think this. This is, mm-hmm. you know, my perception. Because I, I fucked it up. We lost all you that did. and then started like, you know, three, two, one, and we're like sprinting and just <laughs> back into oh, like the banter. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. George, yeah. No, Gordy, whatever his name what it... is, can suck one. Um, maybe we'll do a part two <laughs> later on in maybe life. Maybe we'll revisit it next like, oh, Two years removed, see if it makes a difference. Yeah, when the anniversary of that concert comes up and everyone's fucking gun ho about it again. Yeah. Do you think they'll do a year yeah. two? I don't know. Well, maybe like a year ten? Maybe. maybe. And maybe. we'll definitely still be doing this by then. We'll still alive definitely. by then. I felt Speaking like there was a weird, like, on the internet, I got a couple of, like, weird, like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. And then, like, when I actually, like, talked to people face-to-face, like, afterwards, like, a couple of my friends, they were all just like, dude, like, you said what nobody else would say. And it's like, oh, okay, I'll take I'll take both. Take it with the bad, right? Yeah, sure. But uh, I guess with that said, I guess uh, let's 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 get it into mm-hmm. week two. Like, uh, week yeah, two. Um, less controversial. We get <laughs> yeah. Before we get into week two, I wanted to take a moment and acknowledge the passing of the great Jim the Anvil Neidhart. And um, I was hoping uh, we could just say a few words about the great one. <laughs> I'll yeah. start. I'll start. Yeah, yeah. You okay. kind of look like him. Do I? Because I have yeah. no idea who the fuck he is. And I just <laughs> want to say, right on. Thank you for that thing you did, and uh, you'll be missed by at least two people. Yeah. These two. Thoughts and, thoughts and wow. prayers. Thoughts and, yeah, wow. thoughts and prayers. I know how the tragically hip fans yeah. feel right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did yeah. we do this to people deep. last week? Cause, this cause is what deep, that man. feels yeah. like. Yeah, I don't know. I oh, wasn't much sorry, of a guys. much of a, a Jim Jim fan. I always thought like he was a dick, but that was just because I was a Brett fan. I actually at my Tim Barry show, I bought this shirt. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm rocking the oh. Tim Barry too. Wow. Oh, look at us, look at twins. Yeah. Fucking tipping, yeah. tip to tip. <laughs> but I I met a dude last week at a show, and he was wearing like fucking Brett the Hitman heart shirt, and I was just like, that's a cool dude right there. I'm gonna go talk to him, and yeah. I went over and talked to him. 
And I was like, Souls, Thousand Souls are awesome. And he's like, yeah, they're great. But I'm actually here to see Tim Barry. And it was just like, take your dick out. Let's it do it. Sucked you know? him off right there. <laughs> oh, I was like with my mind. Yeah, sucked him in your mind. Sucked he probably felt mind. it. Yeah. Oh, you know he did. But, yeah, I don't know. That sucks. Wasn't murder, but... No, but um, apparently Alzheimer's related... And he's like 60-something. I don't know much about Alzheimer's, but that seems really, oh, really? young. That's, that's, that's young, yeah. That's really yeah, young good. for that, I think. I don't know. I'm not an yeah. expert in Alzheimer's. Maybe by yeah. like episode 9 or 10, one of us can be yeah. an yeah, Alzheimer's yeah. Mostly. expert. Yeah, well, my, there's, that, my, my nan's dealing with it for like, But she's in old, some though. She's just turned 7. Oh, yeah, I guess she's like 75. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 76, she's been kind of like goofy for a while though Dude, my whole life okay my whole life like if you yeah. in hindsight if you look back like there was definitely some signs of her losing her mind you know it wasn't just forgetfulness and getting right. lost which came in the later days it was just uh like uh getting lost in repetition more so on a day-to-day right yeah. oh yeah like yeah. never really deviating from the repetition because that was comfortable and i actually think a lot of the reason why uh it kind of uh, it hit her super hard in her late sixties. Was you know she had spent so many years living alone, okay, and in her own routine, not really stimulated by anything like her Sudoku's and crosswords are only gonna do so much, right? Not yeah. enough. Like she didn't, yeah, she didn't have much of a social life outside of her sisters. So I think like that, she wasn't challenging her brain, you know. Yeah, it's and true. I think it's very that true. That might have something to do with it. Yeah, we're human beings and we are social creatures and without yeah. that stimulation the social stimulation like it you start i think you you lose it quicker you see it with fucking prisoners that are like yeah. commit murder and uh, go to solitary confinement you know or people that are just like hey i'm gonna go live out in the middle of nowhere forever and not talk to people it's like you definitely lose a part of it and i can only imagine I when so. it I when think it, like, everyone that I've ever met that's been a little bit of a loner is like a little bit of a weirdo. And I say that yeah. like kind of concerned because that's who I am for sure. Yeah. Like I sure. prefer yeah, yeah. to be alone. I just put down, I, not a, I guess it's a deposit. I don't know. I'm renting an apartment next month. Ooh. And totally like I don't even know the name of the city. Like I just mm-hmm. like I want to live in this country and I just like sent a deposit and bought a plane ticket. It's like I don't know. Where is that? It, Montenegro. Oh yeah, I. Where? That's more than I know. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> is that in Africa? No, it's like uh, near Albania. Where the fuck's Albania? Exactly. Europe. Yeah, it's yeah. like kind of like. That where, yeah, okay. It's okay. like Eastern Europe, like in the Balkanish, like near Sarajevo. Yeah. On one of the seas, probably. Yeah, it's on the sea. I want to go back to the beach. <laughs> I've been too far away. I did. I never grew up like with Good beach. Guess. I've never been a beach kid, but <laughs> then, like, the living in uh, Italy and Spain the last few months, it's like, beaches are fucking sick, you know, to just go down for an hour or so a day. Um, and when I was in Spain, I was going down at night a lot, like, just chilling on the beach at night and, like, having a little fire, playing a guitar. It's like, this is life. Relaxing, yeah. I need that. Yeah. So, we yeah, I'm going to go live here. alone in some country that I only heard of about a month ago. I don't even know the name of the city or the town. Like, I know where the airport is, and I got to take a train to, like, where this apartment is. And it was, like, Good 400 enough. bucks for an entire <laughs> apartment on the beach. I'm, like, down. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Doing yeah. it. 
but it's like am i gonna be crazy one day because like i love living alone like, one day one day yeah one day. excuse me <laughs> all of my like 20s have been lived with you know a billion roommates like i couldn't even count i was trying to think the other day i'm like how many roommates have i had in my life i literally i'm in the over 100 Wow. You know, like every house I've lived in was like a minimum of six and every six months there's people coming in and out. Yeah, true. It's been like billions. So I'm like, now I'm like at this like year of like, I'm going to live alone. And it's like, this is way better. So I'm like, I'm thinking like, where am I going to be, you know, in my 60s or younger? Am I going to be that kooky, weird person? Likely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I like yeah. I say, like oh, yeah. you're already there, bro. I don't. Know. But like, I've only it. had, I've had like two, two roommates. Two roommates. I got Lisa and then like uh, Lucy, you know. So. And they both do they both know about each other? Uh, <laughs> one knows professional about the other. jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was right. in uh, Portugal, like months ago, I met this like Australian lady. She was in her, like, 60s, and, like, the first time I met her, like, we went, I was with my friend, and we, like, walked down past her house, and she had all these dogs in the front yard, and we're like, oh, let's go hang out with those dogs. So we go over, and we talk to her, and she's really nice, and she's like, oh, yeah, I've lived in, like, 70 countries, and blah, 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 I'm like, lifelong traveler. I'm like, oh, that's so cool, like, I'm just starting that journey, and we, like, talked for, like, an hour, and then, like, three days later, we ran into her in a bar, and she's just like on the bar, crying her eyes out. And we're like, I don't remember her name. Call her Janice. Like, Janice, what's wrong? Okay. She's like, it's my birthday and I have no friends or family. And we're like, oh, I guess that's the downside to being a lifelong traveler. Vagabond, like yeah. 65 mm. or something. And you're like, yeah, mm. it's cool to just country bop around and... <laughs> whatever i just live yeah. in you know rural rural portugal and i have a bunch of dogs until Ooh. it's your 65th birthday and yeah, no yeah, one is hit, there you hit a threshold kind yeah. of thing right yeah you, you like, gotta grow roots look back and you're like mm-hmm. you got no roots you got no just, roots uh, bro loose leaves blown mm-hmm. in the wind so you're talking about beaches like we don't have your classic beach here like we're not on a on the sea or we're not on you're on the sea but we have like well, not I'm ocean. not. It's, it's close. It's a Pacific close. Ocean. <laughs> it's 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 fifty kilometers as a crow flies, but it takes you know four hours to get there by car. Oh, okay. <laughs> Twelve by train, but uh, <laughs> but we do have beaches. Is it a train here. and park. Why is a car so much faster than a train? <laughs> oh, it's just the way the railroad <laughs> to works. To defeat the purpose of the train, yeah, the rails. Yeah, you got to stop, let other trains pass, uh, you know, do uh, some work, take some time, yeah. Not that you work on the rails no, at all. God, no. no, I don't, actually. No. no. Not just a little bit. Don't get friend. that rumor just started. You heard. Actually, so kind of to tie into our this week's uh, topic of, of murder, murder. Uh, we, I, I don't know if you guys know, I, I'm sure a lot of people out there don't, if there's someone listening, but I live kind of smack in the middle of the highway of tears in british columbia highway on highway 16 and uh just recently there was a woman that went missing about a month ago a little over a month ago and she was found by a railway worker on the skeena river so some distance from where they found her truck 
Wow. Um, they don't know the cause of death or anything, but uh, yeah, that kind of ties in. I was going to talk about yeah. the Highway of Tears, so if I might as well. Found, but you know, what is the Highway of Tears? I've never, I've never heard of the Highway of Tears. What? So yeah, never really. Highway never come up. I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Highway well, we got an expert now. in the group, so yeah, lucky right mostly, 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 pretty much, pretty much, much an expert. An expert. Yeah. Um, Lay it down. Yeah. Bro. So from the stretch of Prince George to okay. Prince Rupert which is, I don't know, 700 kilometers or something. Um, there's been a lot of missing and, mm-hmm. and presumed and found murdered women, mostly women, um, from the yes. 1960s to pretty much now. I think the last one I know about is like 2010, 2011. Um, there's still signage up uh, in regards to that. Uh, she's still missing. No real leads or anything. As of yet, but I, I think her name was Madison. Maddie, I want to say Maddie. And yeah, uh, she's the latest, I believe, other than this this woman uh, this year. Well, again, like kind of, it's weird. Like the RCMP says that they can only attribute 18 of the missing and murdered women over the last, you know, 50 years uh, as part of the Highway of Tears murders because yeah. it has to fall into a certain category. It's like, um, they one they must be a woman for some reason. Men okay. don't qualify. Um, I don't know if there's any men missing count, or murdered. No. I'm sure it's happened, but I, yeah, you, it's it not part matter. of the criteria that makes you uh, statistic with the highway of tears mm. missing and murdered women. Uh, but you have to be a woman, and you have to be found or um, taken or something within a mile of the highway. There's like this weird criteria that okay. the RCMP considers. So like, there's actually. 50 people that have gone missing and have been murdered or presumed murdered. Um, but they only consider 18 of those or 20 of those, um, actually a part of the highway of tears. Right. Oh. Which is kind of strange. I don't really yeah. understand that. But as, uh, as far as that, the one I, I know a little bit about, uh, 2010, 11, uh, Maddie, she, I guess she went missing off a lake up here in a town called Vanderhoof or just outside a town called Vanderhoof. And, uh, yeah, I don't really know much about that, but there was one suspect who was cleared. He wasn't really, uh, he wasn't affiliated with the murder or, or her disappearance, but, uh, they found him like within a matter of a couple weeks of this whole thing going down, actually, they just found his severed head wow. in a cabin somewhere. That's the story that I heard. Again, it's a little yeah. bit of hearsay, but they never found, they still haven't found his body. They found this guy that was kind of, you know, being questioned and uh, assumed, you know, responsible for something. He was cleared, but uh, at the time, I'm not sure as far as um, if he disappeared before he was cleared or what. Right. But they only found his head, which is uh, pretty wild. Yeah. But there's like there's murders all the way from the 60s and or missing women, mostly indigenous women, First Nations women from the uh, 60s until now that have been you know, consistently going missing on this stretch of highway. Yeah. And there's signage, you know, don't hitchhike. You know, women don't hitchhike. Don't hitchhike alone, whatever the case. Don't go missing. I mean, people, don't go missing if you can help it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do and you, like there are a lot of people. It's like one person or do they think like. You no, say it, no. Like, so interesting no enough. Maybe it could one, be. Maybe at one point it was because there's like theory that this one guy was responsible for some of them. But yeah. he actually died in prison, and they yeah. tied it to some of the pe- some of the people were affiliated with him. They don't know for sure if he was responsible for any of it, but 
he was kind of like affiliated with some of these women who had gone missing, but they found out after his death, so like they can't really get much out of that. I think they tied yeah. one murder to him, and then only one person has been convicted, as far as I know, um, in regards to the eighteen that the RCMP consider you know the highway tears like murder. Right. Murder. Um, there's been another guy I think convicted of something, um, murder like murder related. He's been convicted of a few. Uh, a younger guy, um, I believe, out of Prince George. Um, but they don't fall under that classification. Yeah. You know, for that statistic or whatever. That's fucked. Because, um, like, yeah, you don't fucked. know. Like, so, like, maybe whoever was doing it decided one day while they're driving there, they just pick somebody up on the way instead of driving all the way to the said highway. But it's like, oh, that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. I can see it, like, yeah. maybe it's just easier to investigate if you can, like, break it into smaller things. But yeah, at the same time, I feel it, like yeah. you're missing. If it's like, oh, this one body was like 15 kilometers west, like we'll worry mm-hmm. about that one later. But like maybe that's the one that is the ties it all together. Yeah, maybe that's right? the yeah. you know needle in the haystack that you really have to look at. And but because that one, mm-hmm. oh no, that one's not quite what we're looking for. Let's focus on these 18. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, so like as getting back to like, is it one person? Like there, it might've been for a, like a, a chunk of that time frame, but yeah, not since the sixties. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Although there is that guy, we can come back to it. Uh, that Edward Wayne Edwards guy that they, there's theories that he was a Zodiac killer. So that spans from the fifties to, yeah. to the two thousands. You're obsessed with Zodiac killer. You are like, I, I, a little bit. Just... Like fucking, okay. what are you putting your foot around, bro? What's what's the big deal with the Zodiac? Okay, I I want to talk about something first, and then it actually does link up to Zodiac, yeah. and it might I just wrap this whole thing. Up. Everything links <laughs> yeah, back to the Zodiac. Um, I wanted to talk about the um, Golden State <laughs> Killer, who recently was just charged. I think as of today, with a bunch oh, of wow. murders. And for yeah. you guys that are out of the loop on the Golden State Killer, why this one is so interesting. Golden State Warriors? No. Nothing to do with the Warriors. He was caught through like uh, one of those genealogy friggin' websites. Oh, totally. The old like people that have nothing interesting going on in the yeah, yeah, ancestry.com type. I have nothing interesting in my life, so I'm gonna send my goddamn DNA in the mail to this company. And they'll tell me if I'm related to Abraham Lincoln or if I have like fifteen percent Chinese or something. I'm special. Look at me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All these, you know granola. Yeah, we know the people that use the the website. We know who these people are. Just straight granola, nothing going on. Um they send it out their DNA and they've been doing this for like ten years. And without I guess the world knowing these DNA websites have been making this entire like United States of America like genome. Like they have everybody's friggin' DNA and family tree in a di- in a database. So about two months ago, the police in California like subpoenaed them, got the DNA um, of. Okay, so let's back this up to the Golden State Killer. Let's back this up. So this started also in like the 1960s. And he was originally just called the East Side Rapist or something like that. And he's this mm. dude that would like break into houses at night, give give a rape, and two, yeah. like very like everyone knew it was the same guy. Like he came in wearing like gloves, balaclava, tied them up, 
did the rape. He was like really famous for um he would make himself breakfast and stuff after the rape. Like what? he just made himself at home like he was not afraid about getting caught. Why well, so does that make it extra weird? That makes it extra weird. Because everyone else is like, got to get in, get out, out, not leave a fingerprint behind. This fucking guy yeah. just strolls around the house like he owns it. He's making eggs. Cooks some eggs like, up, yeah. Like, leaving this poor woman, like, tied up. And she's just, Eating like, listening to him, bacon. like, fucking got the radio on. He's making some eggs. He's having, him, having himself, like, he was comfortable. And that was really scary. Jeez. And, you know, like, 20 yeah, rapes wait. in. They do this, like, town meeting, you know, like, lock your doors, lock your kids, like, no one is safe. Hide your wife. Hide your wife. And exactly that actually happened. So this guy at the town meeting stands up, and he's like, this is only happening to, like, unmarried women. Like, this is, like, a call for, like, domestic life is the right life. Like, if there's a strong man at home with a gun, this will never happen. And they guess hitch what their, happened? Hitch their horse to that wagon, eh? That night, the killer rapist guy went to that guy's fucking house, no woke way. him up, and raped his wife. Just Holy to say, fuck God. you. Like, no. What? This is not yeah, wow. yeah, just to just spit on him. And that's when wow. he, he developed this like really creepy thing he would do that going forward he did it every time. Cause he's just like escalating. So when he raped this guy's wife, before he did that, he, like, ties the dude up, puts him face down, and stacks, like, a bunch of dishes on his back. And he's like, okay, I'm going to rape your wife, and if I hear those dishes jingle, I'm killing both of you. Like, you have to lay there silently without moving and do not jiggle those dishes. And then he rapes the dude's wife. He's fucked. That's his calling card now? Yeah. That's his calling card. Dishes. Starting now, he's the leaves dishes on the partner and does the Jeez. rape. So then he wow. goes on to like rape 50 or so odd people. And then what the police think happened, because he just killed these two random people that were like walking on the street, was they think he was like looking in a window and like two people on the street saw him. And then he panicked oh. and he like pulled his gun out and he killed just two people walking down the road. And then oh. from then on, I think he did maybe like 15 more rapes. And every time he did a rape then, he killed everybody. Like there can't be any witnesses. And then he kind of went quiet in the 1980s. It was like 20 years of like around L.A., Sacramento, San Francisco mm-hmm. area, like up and down California. Kind of went quiet. And then just like a month ago. The cops put the DNA into this big web of Ancestry.com. They found like a second cousin or something. They're like, oh, the DNA is close enough that it's like a blood relative to this friggin' guy. They trace it all back and they're like, oh, it's this guy. Like all through the internet. Like it's this guy, you know, just by doing math and all that DNA stuff. And then they like stake the guy out, do some research. They find out he's an ex-cop that was in like the burglary task force and that's like why he was likely so unafraid to get caught like he's just like i'm a fucking cop like i know what i'm doing mm-hmm. he's a burglary tax force guy so like he knows how to break into houses like totally to inside job deal. and yeah, yeah craziness well i've heard theories about like cops being affiliated with other murders too and it's like you know like yeah that's a good point no matter what like you know what like fairly she like like 
know where the patrol is going to be, right? Yeah. Potentially. Pretty you much. have just that inside, you have the dog in the race, a yeah. dog in the race. You have the yeah. inside scoop. Yeah. Yeah. But just the like. Fucking wild. It's wild. And but, that so actually, it's like, this is really cool that serial killers that are like the Zodiac that have not ever been caught, like the days are numbered because they have yeah. Zodiac's DNA and it's mm -hmm. just like, you got to like put together like two grand or something to do a DNA test and submit it. Like, so it's like, okay, that's really cool. Like you're never going to get away with murder now because everyone's family tree exists in this database. Yeah. Because yeah. before that it was like only felons had to like forcibly give mm -hmm. up their DNA for the like CODIS database. But now it's literally everybody without yeah, even your consent. It, it was like your friggin' yeah, willingly. you know, jack off cousin submits to a DNA website because he's bored. And now your entire family tree is like in some archive somewhere. So it's like a weird like <laughs> crime, <laughs> your, your crime days are compromised. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, like, like a weird invasion like of privacy, but ever, like or... I guess if they're catching serial killers, it's cool. But like where's the like line of we okay, don't know yet. how often we are they gonna know. go check this goddamn DNA lab for like yeah. is like the world gonna be, you know, nineteen eighty four, like Orson Welles style, like as soon as you commit a crime, <laughs> a freaking you get a notification on your phone, like, uh oh. Your DNA yeah, yeah. was no left way. behind at Have you guys Starbucks. Have you guys ever seen the movie fucking uh, Gattaca with yeah. Ethan Hawke and Great Uma Thurman? So. That's where the world's going. Like, yeah. we got trace DNA. Like, any motherfucker that committed a murder before, like, 1990 and got caught for it is a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, you had <laughs> you had free go at just killing whoever the fuck you wanted and, like, yeah. not not giving a, a, a hoot nanny. Right. And you could like, even you, jack off, right? You, like could, you, were, you could still jack off. You could lick yeah. things. Yeah, well, that's you could like this. your hair. Now we, got, now we got trace DNA that, like, if you guy. touch somebody, you're fucked. Like, you yeah. know, if you breathe on somebody, they know that you've encountered that person. Like, it's it's so crazy where it's going. Where, like, if you've seen that movie Gattaca, it's straight up like, oh, there was a murderer in this room. We're just going to suck the entire room dry with a vacuum cleaner. And whoever's DNA is in this room that shouldn't be in this room is probably the killer. Yeah. You know? Wow. Like, it's, yeah. it's so fucking wild that, like I say, like, anyone... Back in the day that if you did something and then you got caught because it was like, oh, your footprint or, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. like you're your, an idiot. Your dad used to have that funny theory. We get all stoned and he'd try and scare us. And uh, he had <laughs> yeah, that yeah. theory that uh, that the uh, what is it? Air miles, air miles, air yeah. miles, air miles <laughs> theory where they were tracking our every move and they could see where we shopped and see where we were traveling and. And uh, I remember one time being like, oh, this little thing? And he ripped the card out of my hand and threw it across your lawn <laughs> and yelled something in the, you know, something like, get out of my house or something. He yeah, wasn't oh, wrong. Yeah. No. No, he's not yeah. wrong. Like, absolutely. They're, absolutely they're, not. If, if for nothing else, for marketing. Right. No. Yeah. It's like think, the same yeah. reason you see those ads on Google or you see your ads on Facebook. You Google one thing about, let's say you want to go traveling, right? Like you're yeah. going to wherever you're going, Montenegro Bay or whatever you said, you know, like <laughs> you're going to this place and then, uh, and then you go on your Facebook and it's like, Oh, travel discounts for this place and travel, you know, yeah, it's all, they're just tailoring, you know, yeah. Products. Fucking yeah. Assholes. 
Fuckers. Sons of bitches. I got, I got a weird story. It kind of deals with murder. And it's actually very topical. Um, so I was this at, week's I was episode. At a, no, like murder. It's got some murder. Sir John A. MacDonald. Yeah. You heard of him? Oh, I heard of him. I'd have heard of him, yeah. Yeah, once or twice. Yeah, back uh, in 10th father, father of Confederacy. Before um, you start so, your John A. story, I just wanted to chime in. I remember the first time I went to Guelph, the city you live in, right by the bus station, there's like a crappy fucking hotel. I don't know what it's called. Be more specific. It was right beside the bus station. <laughs> okay, and they yeah, had yeah. like a plaque on the wall that said like John A. McDonald stayed in this room, like underneath of a window. There's like a yeah. window that faced the train station underneath it was like this big plaque. And then yeah, okay. like over the course of years of going there, like they just kept renovating the hotel and that plaque is gone. It's like ah, no one knows who that is. He didn't, yeah, he didn't Take that plaque down, no one gives a shit. Okay, so but here, here, here's my story, all right? I heard this today, and I thought it was kind of fucked up. Um, I was at a work function. We went out to a breakfast, and one of the people at the work function was talking about how last night they were at a, uh, a, a city council meeting for Orangeville, the city of Orangeville, town of Orangeville, Ontario, right? Just thought they'd, like, sit in and see what, like, how it was going, Right. Um, and they talked about how recently in Victoria, BC, that's uh, where Mike is kind of close to from. Not even close. Not even close. Not even close. Like eighteen yeah. hours away. We got as yeah. close as I am to Orangeville. We got some friends. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Shout out to, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Victoria. Yeah. We got friends there. But yeah. so uh, in Victoria, they recently tore down a, a, a statue of Sir John A. Macdonald right. because of his like. He was in on all those residential schools, oh, right? Oh, it's probably his idea. With that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like very much just like didn't like native people and didn't give a fuck and right. wasn't as inclusive as we are today in Canada. Not Maybe that we that's are. That's why the hotel room took the name down in Guelph. They're pretty progressive. It, city. This is very, very mm, much so. Like, yeah, might be are. some we controversy. Got the, go. got the green party here. Yeah, but yeah. so, anyways, <laughs> like so, they recently took the statue down. And they kind of were saying, like, hey, like, yeah, we're, we're just going to put it aside. We don't know what we're going to do with it yet, but, like, we're not going to totally trash it. We're just, we don't want it up in our city anymore, which is, like, fucking A, man. Like, if that guy had to do, if he did what they said he did, yeah. fuck that. Like, yeah. Bill Cosby made me laugh. Not anymore. But, Careful. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> you know, but he's also a piece of garbage. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so either way, at this Orangeville town meeting last night, apparently it came up, they put it up to vote or they didn't get to the voting aspect, but they brought up that they were like, we should take that statue and put it up in Orangeville. Wow! Yeah, we're proud. What are they so proud about? What's yeah. going on with that? I don't know. It's like it's father confederacy, confederacy yeah. and battery. You know, like, so, like, they were just, like, stoked, like, no, like, we can't take down this statue, we gotta keep it up, we gotta, like, it's our history, but it's like, man, like, sure. that's literally someone else's garbage at this point, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Especially I after think, someone <laughs> is throwing the statue out. Like, yeah. I think it'd be different if it was, like, Orangeville City Council, and like, yo, we got some statue money, who y'all thinking? And then, like, let's have a vote, what about John A? And it's like, yeah, we'll vote on it. But when it's literally like, okay, there's this Someone other city is. that is taking the statue down because he is the forefather of, you know, the cultural Fetish. genocide of the, 
and that <laughs> first nations people of canada and they're they they do not know what they'll do with it and we're like fuck it we got room <laughs> yeah we got, a, we got a park yeah <laughs> throw that on a canoe and send her down the river by <laughs> yeah first, <laughs> yeah just yeah no it's like I feel like you you see it in the states right now where they're they're chopping down a lot of their Confederate uh, statues, and there are yeah. like, but there are still towns that are just like, if you're cutting it down, we'll take it, buddy. You know, yeah. like, and it's like you're no better than that fucking Orangeville. Get your shit together. I hope anybody that's listening to this right now that lives in Orangeville, like, don't be a fucking dick. Yeah. Go and like, apparently there was a. A, a couple First Nations people, like, they did their little debate, and before yeah. it could go to the vote, uh, there was, like, two First Nations people that went up and were just kind of just like, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, yeah, this like, is not fuck. happening. No. Like, yeah, yeah. are you kidding me, right? Like, don't, no, no, no. And then they were just like, well, there's more dialogue. We'll we'll put it to rest for now, but it'll bring it up later. And it's just like, what? I don't know. Like, who's, I, who's, who's really pro? Yeah, exactly. Right, like yeah. there's plenty of people plenty that can be people. honored that like Sidney Crosby do these Crosby. heinous things, right? Yeah, but like, who? I wonder who in that crowd was super like pro John A. McDonald. You know, oh, it's all fucking just shitty white people. You know, or just old like white antiquers. People. They're just like, oh, here's yeah. this old statue. Like, like, let's get it for free or something. I, I don't know. Like, yeah. why would I? I, I just mean, the context of this statue is coming down because of its racist implication and this other place is yeah. like we'll take it <laughs> it's fucking weird no. <laughs> town square <laughs> seems like a good spot <laughs> yeah yeah orangeville is definitely predominantly white old rich people like this whole area is very old rich white and mm -hmm. they're all shitty they have they're a skate park there yeah, that i went to go there once and uh, that's where I went for my like driving test because the word on the street was it was really easy to pass. Totally, totally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's where you went. Yeah, yeah. Just like did not care. No kidding. I heard the driving instructor had glaucoma. That was the, like the the rumor that was going around. It's like I don't know how that's gonna make my time any easier, but yeah, sure. Orangeville, it is. <laughs> Can't see shit, yeah. but yeah, I went to court in Orangeville once. Okay. That's, that's driving smart. related or No, it was that time we got arrested at the fall fair. Oh, mm. you had to go to Orangeville yeah. for that? Yeah. Really? Yeah, sat there all fucking day. Just for them to be like probation. <laughs> probation. I remember yeah. that night when you guys all got arrested. Um maybe this episode will just that's... be titled Crime and not Murder. We've... Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> just You've been crime. into pretty murder there. You guys all got arrested. <laughs> and I remember me and my girlfriend at the time walked to the police station to, like, we have no money or anything, but we're like, I guess we'll, like, check on them. Yeah, and we, yeah. like, went to the Put Georgetown police station, up for like, knocking on the window, like, hey, let us in. And our friends just, and the guy, like, the, like, reception guy looked like he had been <laughs> sleeping. And we're like, yeah. what the hell? And we, like, go in and we're like, yo, our friends all just got arrested. Like, you know, what can we do to, like, you know contact our parents like we're like young at the time yeah we were young yeah, yeah. Just, what can we do 16, to like 17 oh. you know whatever this is like i don't know if everyone had cell phones back then like it was mid 2000s no, yeah yeah and the guy had no idea what we were talking about and we're just like <laughs> okay use that gigantic walkie-talkie on your chest 
a radio. <laughs> Perhaps you heard of a riot that just happened in this small town of like 30,000 people. A full yeah. riot happened. You know, my friend got tased in the neck. I saw like... <laughs> <laughs> Twice. 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 <laughs> this guy's Twice. tackled and getting tased in the neck by the cops. Like, yeah. how have you not known what's going on? This guy was so friggin' useless. Absolutely. And then he gave us a phone number to call, and it was like the Milton police like yeah. number. It was like, so like the Georgetown police like isn't even handling the riot that's happening in Georgetown. In it's their like town. This neighboring yeah, yeah. town is like come over and taking over, like not anymore, you're not like taking over jurisdiction. So we had to like call the Milton police and like, yeah, what can we do about this? And they're like, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, we'll get a hold of their parents. Like, we don't need more of their they shitty did, friends to be involved. Yeah. They and they did it. No, the next no. day we had to, like, drive to Milton and pick up Curtis. I don't remember if we got you also, but. No, no, my, me and my mom picked Kurt up. Okay. Yeah, or my, my mom came in. All that. My mom came in. My mom came in. Uh, I call, like, so they let me out. And I was like, yeah, my buddy's still in there. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to hold him for a little bit. I was like, well, he. He's my ride, is what I said. Oh, well, he's my ride, so I'm just kind of hanging out now, unless you, yeah. you know, get him the fuck out of there. Like, and Kurt did, like, literally nothing. nothing. Like, he wasn't supposed to be in that paddy wagon. He wasn't supposed to be in that jail cell, right? And they finally, like, huffed and puffed, let him out. I called my mom. She was pissed, because it's, like, five in the morning on a work day, right? <laughs> so she comes out and gets us, and... I, I believe she gave me, like, I never used to smoke in front of her, right? Like, I think we were still pretty, like, 16, 17. But I remember her giving me a cigarette, and I was like, oh, I guess I can smoke this in the van. Okay, right on. <laughs> and then she's asking us about it. And at the end, she's like, you know, she's like, that, th Mike, this is your uh, one get-out-of-jail-free card. Because if I have to come pick you up from prison again, I'm going to beat you up worse than the fucking cops did. <laughs> and that was enough, you know? Yeah. Mama yeah. knows. Yeah. Is that never enough, got, though? Well, never got more than a drunk tank after that, so. <laughs> fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm too old to run from the cops now, so I just don't do anything illegal. Like, that's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not worth it. That's, that's fair. Not worth it. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, it was a, that was a wild night. That was oh, definitely I remember the next night we all went under the bridge and, like, heard the story of. I'll, I'll, I'll start it, and you, you fill me in on the parts I'm yeah, missing. Yeah. I don't remember people's names. This was at least 15 years ago. I remember one. Names. Yeah. I remember one. Before we get into the story from the start, one guy definitely shit That's all over the story I'm going to tell. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you go. You, they, go. you know, there's like, I'm going to say eight of you in the, in the back of this van. One guy had like snuck a Mickey into the van mm -hmm. with him. The, po the cops yep. didn't pat him down very well. So everyone just passing this, like, Mickey of, like, Crown Royal around. So everyone's yeah, getting the one more guy, The one guy up. did this, kind of got it out of his pocket, and then he put it in someone else's lap, and then someone else came over and, like, bit the cap off it, <laughs> and then we were doing fucking swigs out of each other's laps. So and, then the time, we, and then when we... Yeah, it's like a half-hour ride to the prison. Everyone's completely yeah. fucked up. Taking everyone yeah. out of the you know van one at a time, process into the cell, and by the time yeah. the last guy is in the cell, the first guy that went into the cell shit his pants and wiped it all over the wall. That is <laughs> true. Had to take everyone out of the cell one at a time back into the van. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh, well, we all got put in this little detaining room, and we all had to like they didn't have enough cuffs or zip ties or something at that point. Like they had used up their stash, I guess. And they just had us all stand against the wall for like, 
I don't know, like 45 minutes or something ridiculous. And I remember like almost passing out. And it reminded me of, of like the time we got caught smoking weed at school in grade nine. And the cops made us stand against the wall to check everybody. And I was so stoned and I had my hands above my head and I just started seeing like the that like that right before you faint that everything goes bright and colorful. And I just like <laughs> flop down on the ground and I'm in the cop station like, oh, fuck, that's going to happen again. Yeah, like, that's, ha- like, that's happening right now. I held it together. I didn't want to get shot. The place. I can't. I can't there risk a fall down everywhere. And it just reeked for the rest of the night. Like they didn't <laughs> do a good job of cleaning up. They just hosed it down, and that was it. Right? You know, shit, water everywhere still. So the next but night, they, I was like but, hanging out with pulling, that guy and getting the story. Pull- from, oh, that guy was nuts. Yeah. They were pulling everyone out of the paddy wagon to like uh, one at a time or two at a time to kind of like you know get all get everybody booked in. And I can't remember who it was, but it's probably that guy. I think his name was Matthias or something. We don't need Some to go French into dude names. With a mohawk. Hey, yeah, anyways. <laughs> so that was, I don't think that was his name. It either. was close. I don't, That's for yeah, sure. Oh, so, but he ended up like, he was like one of the last people out. Well, I was still in there, I think. <laughs> I must have been. Because he fucking kicked the Mickey out while he was getting out. And just like against the cop's <laughs> chest or face or something. Because it was right at that level. Just like... Just bopped it right into the cop, and it was just like, oh, fuck. Like, we needed more fucking reason yeah. to get punched in the face by these guys. That wasn't us. Oh, it wasn't us. It was already there. <laughs> it was already in yeah. here. Mm-hmm. It was empty the whole time. And they were just fucking mad dogs on the whole ride, too, like, talking shit. You know, oh, you guys, oh, you boys, you've done it now. This is the end oh. of the line for you. Like, mad dogging us the whole fucking ride. Ugh. The worst. And we were laughing, having a good time. Like, at that yeah. point, it was like, well, we, what's the worst that's going to happen? We're already in the worst spot we could possibly be. So yeah. let's have it fun. It was a good time. I wasn't yeah. arrested, but, like, I remember walking out with, like, the cops, like, you know, they had their, like, friggin' ride guns or whatever in your back, like, leading us out. And I just thought it was the funnest thing ever. And I remember one of the guys that like was arrested with you got like tackled, and they're like, "Stop resisting!" And he's like, "I'm not resisting!" And they're just like punching him. Like these cops just beat the crap out of this kid. And yeah, I'm just, they like, beanbag oh, people, God. pepper spraying people. Oh yeah, it was. Like, that's, it was. That's part of that night was I remember like walking by. I was wa- like they were just like, "You need to get out of here!" And I was like walking, doing my thing, and there was like this plateau beside me mm-hmm. that like dropped straight off. And somebody threw a water bottle at the cops. That was Kurt. That's why Kurt got arrested. No name. He said he did. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, okay. They were like, you, you did it. And they ran after him. And this cop didn't know it was like this plateau. And he ran fucking right off it and just face planted like two feet beside me, like smacked his face (laughs) on the ground so hard. Yeah, I heard it's that. Like, I was the one I would have felt bad for the guy. Though. I would have felt bad for the guy, but at the same time, I knew that the dude that they were running after saying that threw the water bottle wasn't the guy that threw the water bottle. It was yeah. just the way he looked and the way he acted yeah. was definitely the reason that they yeah, were he was taller than everybody. They yeah, targeted he was taller. Night. He had no shirt on. Yeah, Straight yeah up it was like night, must be that night. guy. Yeah, like think of everybody that got targeted and got arrested and put in the back of that paddy wagon was just the punk rock kid. Yeah, and you know, and it and was like mind, you, 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 like 16, 17 years old, yeah, beat up and tased and pepper sprayed for yeah. by like 50 year old cops, yeah, 
It was I fun. We were just cop, we like, were just pushing, telling the fuck off. That was it. Just for like telling this. cops to fuck off, you get beat yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. What a world. I think what I remember is we were all getting oh, fucking wait. like no fucking place to go. Corralled down the sidewalk. Yeah. Like they were forcing us into this little channel down the sidewalk, and we were either trying to go to a party or trying to go somewhere. I think we were just trying to the road. leaving, trying to but leave. they were, they were like trying to say, yeah. like, everyone go left. And it's like, we don't like, live we left. Don't, we don't gotta go right. Right. We don't want to go. We're not yeah, going. I want to go. It's not even like we don't want to go. It's yeah. just like, hey, I live that way. It's like, no, you're way. going this way. And they funneled everybody yeah, in. Yeah, like yeah. hundreds of people all, like, funneled down the street. Like, of course, yeah. people are going to be getting rowdy. and. Yeah. I remember walking to the... I remember walking to the fair that night with like six people and walked home with one other person because the whole crew I showed <laughs> yeah. up with got fucking arrested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that ledge you're talking about, they dragged me into that ledge pretty hard when they were trying to take me. Yeah, down. oh yeah, I watched you. Yeah. I watched Just that. fucking clipped my knees. My knees were fucked for like weeks after that. There was like six people just trying to drag you down. I remember yeah. feeling like it was almost like a, a zombie apocalypse because we're all walking together. And then there's like, you go down. But like, we can't like stop and be like, hey, you know, don't tase him in the neck. Because there's like, there's all these people and cops like with their like shields and their guns like pushing you forward. So it's just like you get lost behind. You're like, oh no, Mike's down. Oh no, they got, you know, this guy. They got that guy. And we're just have yeah. to like keep walking and like you can't you try to turn and see what's going on and just being yeah. like, Oh no, it's like a wave of brutality behind me. Yeah, 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 that was definitely happening. I remember the cop coming up it was you they grabbed a girl, I don't know who it was, it was, uh, it was some, some girl, girl we were with and you went up to the cop and kinda just gave him like a I fuck do off. I remember that. And then I remember and, as soon as I did then, that, I'm like, and I then they, have done that. And then they got me. Yeah. Like almost immediately after. Because I don't know if I was a part of that too. I was day or I might have had my hand up or out or whatever. I remember at the same that. Time. He was just like he grabbed some girl and was just like, yeah. You're coming with us, like you're like, the instigator. Nope. And it's like, no, not yeah. at all. Like yeah. we know this person. Like, fuck off. Like yeah. Go target those punk kids. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not, RJ, I'm not saying you're responsible for any of that because, like, I was definitely causing a scene. But yeah, I remember I that being, like, the last time I seen you that night. Yeah. <laughs> I remember pushing that guy and thinking, like, I probably shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have pushed that cop, yeah. I should not have pushed that cop. But <laughs> just, again, yeah. that, like, wave of people, like, I got, you know, pushed away or maybe that's when they did, like turn on you i have no idea but i do remember like yeah. making eye contact pushing that like let go of that like 14 year old girl like fucking trying to cross face chicken wing some kid like what <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you yeah pushing yeah. this cop and then thinking like i shouldn't have done that and then like <laughs> people like you know battle around you and then i'm like turning the other way i'm like okay i guess i got away with it on to the yeah we we all kind of got away with it I really no. hate it when people call the police pigs, but you know, <laughs> fitting, fitting in that moment is police in Georgetown. Yeah. You know, but you know they deserve respect too. Yeah, sure, pigs. Yeah, yeah, Just like everybody ones. else in the world, you the know? good ones, the ones They're that people. beat up Human teenagers. Not yeah, so the ones that abuse their power, are fucking dickheads. Right? Yeah, I think everyone abuses power. Back not to the, that not everybody has the ability to the, people in the neck, though. Yeah. So, I remember the know. cop that, like, fell off the ledge that you were talking about. And, like, him, like, falling. Because it's, like, dark out and, like, 
he just went flat, smacked his chest, smacked his head. I remember his like the sound of his like walkie-talkie and all that crap like breaking. Like he hit the ground oh, hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, like, he went down hard. Had Good. no idea. Fuck that there. guy. He was probably the one stepping on my like, neck. Yeah, he was like some young like Fuck little him. fat guy, and it's like this is his like big night, and he blew yeah. it like and he ruined all his you know two weeks of like, Sheridan Police Foundations training out the window. Because then, he's wearing like, these, like, that. dress shoes or whatever the hell they wear. Like, they're not really maybe combat a, boots. They're, like, weird, Maybe I'm like, misremembering, but I remember that guy falling, and then it just really more, sparking the, like, okay, like, now we have to take another person. Like, <laughs> let's run into the crowd and grab somebody else, you know? Like, it was... Obviously, he had embarrassed himself and fucked up, and yeah. it was, you know, we all laughed at them. Yeah, I was laughing. And then it was, like, we all, like, I was right beside him, yeah. and I fucking pointed and laughed, and then it was, like... They were just like, you, you threw that bottle and grabbed some, you know what I mean? Like it was, I don't know. When we were, when they let me out and they were doing like the final, like I got to sign all these papers before they released me. They had one section of the paperwork not filled out and it was what they were going to charge me with. Right. Because they didn't know what to fucking charge me with. And I ended up getting like cause of disturbance or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was something pretty insignificant, but they, they, they sat there and they just, kind of made fun of me for 20 minutes and debated amongst themselves what they were going to charge me with. And it got to a point where it's like, if we don't, if I don't sign these papers and get the fuck out of here now, I'm going back in that cell. Cause I'm going to say something or do something. Cause they were just poking the bear. Right. And I've been beat up. I'm tired. It's whole place. Smell like shit. I just want to go home. Right. So I'm like at the breaking point and they just poked me and poked me right. for 20, 30 minutes, whatever it was. And then they finally filled it out and said, okay, yeah after they had their debate and I signed the paper and you know, the rest is history. That's actually really shitty to be honest with you. If, as you described that to me, I, I can't help but get like this deep pit of uh, anger to of be course, honest. Yeah. That it's just like, they're pretty much trying to bait you into fucking upping your charge at that point because yeah. you would like, think you're the guy that put out like or something. What did you fucking arrest me mm-hmm. for? Yeah. If you're not, if you don't know what you're going to charge me for. Yeah. And it's like yeah, you're dealing with that. like morning shift now. It's not the guys that were actually there the night. It's like they don't know which one you are. It's just like one of the eight or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's like they have no idea. Just that shitty abuse of power. Yeah. And like one good thing about that night is Odd World. That fucking yeah. Sean's old band, Odd World, played and they played a bunch of No Effects. I do. That was fucking killer. Did, yeah. yeah, that was uh, killer. Frontline Fiesta yeah. did our song Shout tonight. Out to uh, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Sean's new band, Frontline Fiesta. Go see him, buy the records. Soundtracks to our lives. Yeah, fuck yeah, Odd World, kick ass. I remember um, one of the first times I met him, saying like, "Oh, I love going to your shows because you play all those like no effects covers at the end." And he was like, "Yeah, that's cool. What about the Odd World song?" So I'm like, "Yeah, they're good too. They're okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm buying the CD. Around. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. Play off, dude. Like, <laughs> I think I still have a copy of that CD I still somewhere. Have a copy believe it or not, that CD yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. had but, like a baby on it. Yeah, yeah, something. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm buying the CD. Like, I'm at your merch booth buying the CD. And like, yeah, I come because you play no effects. And he's like, yeah. And what about our other our originals? I'm like. I'm buying. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. I'm buying You're like 15 ZD. years old. Like, chill out. I don't want to say they're worse, but <laughs> you know, no facts, man. <laughs> Pretty bad. No tragically hip. Am I no right? tragically hip. Oh, don't even start that this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, have any of you guys ever committed murder? 
<laughs> Wait a second. Committed <laughs> one? <laughs> Got away with one. Questions? You know, I don't know. I was slightly involved in one. Not Oops. involved, but when I was in, oh, in, Ireland. in Ireland earlier this year. So I landed in Ireland on uh, New Year's Eve. And this is my, like, hello, welcome to Ireland weekend. I get there on New Year's Eve. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is cool. New Year's Eve, Ireland. Um, I move into the house with the, like, the couple I'm going to stay with. And they already had plans for New Year's. And, like, you know, like, you could come with us, but we already have tickets to this thing and it's sold out. So, like, we hate to be shitty hosts, but you're on your own. And I'm like, no, man. <laughs> like, I moved here with, like, not expecting to be, you know, just invited to your New Year's plans. Like, I'll find my own way. He's like, okay, cool. And he, like, tells me, like, here's this pub and this pub, like, one of those will be cool. So this has nothing to do with the murder. I'm just setting the scene. Yeah. I think I told you hey, guys You were that trying night. to get laid. So I go out that night to the New Year's I know where to get laid. And I yeah. literally get there, like, this is happening, like, I'm arriving late. So it's already, like, 11.45. Like, I show up, go inside. It's the countdown, blah, blah, blah. And, like, right after the countdown, I see this, like, young dude punch a girl in the face because she, like, kissed some other guy, I guess, before he thought it was his right to be kissed. I have oh no idea. But that's my, like, what? Like, I just saw wow. this guy, like, walk over, and there's, like, a couple kissing. And he goes over and separates them and leans back and just decks the girl. I'm decks like, what? the lady. Wow. What? Like, blown away. Wow. And then I'm like, whoa. And I, like, kind of go over, like... And then, like, his friend gets in the way. He's like, yo, buddy, who are you? I'm like, man, he just, like, decked that girl. And they're like, where are you from? Like, right away. Like, where are you from? Like, you don't have an accent. Or I guess I have an accent. It's just not their accent. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm here from Canada. I just arrived. And he's like, why did you come here? I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, get out of here, man. This is not a good place. I'm like, oh, I can see that. I'm out of here. Like, I don't yeah, remember yeah. what bar that was, but it's like, yeah, I'm out of here. I think I walked into the wrong one. Mm -hmm. So then it's like the next morning I tell the like house, like the people I'm living with, like, oh, this happened. And like, oh, my God, like, don't, you know, let that taint your arrival to Ireland. Like, that's not normal. I'm like, OK, but like <laughs> the guy at the bar said that was normal and I should like, get out of there. This is the place. This is the place you go if you want to punch a woman. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, you guys are yeah. saying this is not normal, but I watched that. And immediately after one of his friends told me that was normal. <laughs> and I should get out of here because I'm not from around here. Jesus. <laughs> but okay. So then it's like January 2nd. I'm supposed to like go to this work placement deal where I'm supposed to be. And I get up at like 9. Um, and they call me and they're like, you know, we said to come in today at 10. But it's like January 2nd. We're all really behind. We don't really know what you're going to do yet. So why don't you like take the day off and come in tomorrow and start fresh? And I was like, okay, I have no problem. But now it's like nine in the morning and like, what am I going to do? Like I'm already up. I showered. I had a coffee. So I'm like, I guess I'll just like go for a run. Like I'll just like, you know, do a lap of the town, kind of see what's up. So mm -hmm. I like head out of the like, you know, down the block, turn left and as I'm, like, running down the street, I see this, like, homeless guy, like, chilling on a driveway, just sitting on the ground. And as I'm getting as closer, do, yeah. I'm, like, thinking to myself, I'm, like, homeless people in residential areas. Okay, Ireland. Like, <laughs> that's not <laughs> normal either. <laughs> and yeah, I'm getting all closer. Encompassing. Getting closer, and I'm realizing, like, this guy's, like, pretty young. He's, like, 20. 
he kind of looks like um what do you call them the like skunk punk guys oh yeah yeah what do you call crust punk crust punks he looks like a crust punk but he's not he's just like it's kind of raining it's ireland so he's just like wet sitting there looks really bummed out and i'm thinking like (laughs) oh because like the driveway he's in front of has like this little gate like you have to like put in a key code to open the door and you can go in the driveway like Mm -hmm. oh he must have like forgot his keys or something like on like a two-day bender so i start to slow down and then I'm like, nah, fuck him. He's on his own. And I like pick up my speed and I just run past him. And then think nothing of it, do my lap around the town. And then the next morning when I get up to actually go to work for the first time this time, I go the same route, same time of day. But now like the whole like street is like blocked off with like not caution tape or anything like that. Just like cruisers like, you know, oh, very yeah. like chaotically just parked everywhere and all the sirens are going. I'm like, I don't know what's up with that. So I like, I don't know my way around this town or anything. Like I just got here. So I have to, I guess, like Google map, like how else can I get to this? I have to go down the street. So I'm like on my map. Yeah, you need a detour. Yeah. And like someone comes up and they're like crying and they're like, what's going on? Like, oh my God, this has never happens here. I'm like, what's happening here? And they're like, oh, some, you know, a murder. Like someone just got stabbed. Murder. Murder. And I was like, like crazy, like, it's just happened like 20 minutes ago because there's still like cars like screeching up. I'm thinking, oh, that was right on my route. That's pretty wild. Whatever. I go around, get to work and they're telling me the story and it's like, oh, there's been this like alleged like some guys on a rampage, like he like stabbed this guy, he fought another guy and they're like chasing him through town. And they're like, he's like this like 20-year-old like homeless guy. I'm like, dude, like that was exactly where I was the day before. Like it's that that. guy. So I have to like call into the police station and be like, I know who that guy is. Like I can, you know, describe him. Because I like was as close to this computer screen away from him. And then they like come and pick me up and take me downtown. And it was so cool. Because this, like, really <laughs> unassuming, like, Irish police station is just like, oh, it's like, this was built in, like, 1604 or some nonsense. And you walk in the door, and then it just, like, turns into a Mission Impossible movie. Like, it's all, like, vacuum doors, and it goes on forever, and, like, all these, like, winding. It's, like, and you put, like, your thumb on the wall, and it's, like, super yeah, yeah. high-tech. Passcode like, to get you in know, here. making and... best friends with this cop. I'm like, whoa, this is, like, super high-tech. Like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, this is like, you know, because we're just north of Dublin. Like, this is a big, like, anti-terrorism spot because of, like, the old, like, Irish NRA wars and stuff with Northern Ireland. Like, this was like a hub. So this is like a huge command center. I'm like, whoa. Mm -hmm. So then I was there for like three hours telling the same story over and over again, describing it, blah, blah, blah. And then it eventually, like, comes out that this, like, random, I think he was from the north or something. I don't really remember. But um, he just stabbed some random guy on the street that was, like, walked past him. Like, he had been sitting there, he had some mental illness, and he just, like, got up and, like, shanked this dude in the back a bunch of times. It was, like, a Holy shit. an exchange student or something. Like, he was, like, some other, like, 20-year-old. Like, he just got up and shanked him a bunch of times, killed him for no reason. And that, like, scared the hell out of me because I'm thinking, like, the day before, I almost slowed down and stopped to help him. And then I thought, nah. And I kept running. 
So then I'm like, okay, the moral of the story is do not help anybody because <laughs> they might just anybody. stab you. Like, yeah. I wonder, like, because yeah, like, the police side of it was like, oh, he just randomly stabbed this guy. But maybe this other guy was like a lot maybe nicer. Maybe he was provoked or something. And stopped and asked him a question and like, hey. Oh, yeah, and that yeah. kind of thing might like someone that's going through a mental issue might get mm -hmm. really, yeah, provoked and aggressive. Like, what do you mean? Who am I? Like, what am I doing here? You need mm -hmm. help. Step, step. That's wild, it was, man. It was yeah. a wild. Like, and there just, was this like, one. And then I get home from like, work that day. And yeah. the couple is like, did you hear about the stabbing? Like, did I hear about the stabbing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was right the next to it. All day. <laughs> Jeez, so, man. Yeah, Could, close call. It wasn't a close call. It was just that like serendipitous, like the day before might have been the day. Maybe it was like two days. Like at some point, like this kid was going to snap and stab somebody. Mm -hmm. So it was like close that like I had like. First-hand contact with this guy, thought nothing yeah. of it, but did I guess think enough that as I was approaching, like this scene looks really weird. Mm. Oh, and the other thing that like tripped me that I'm not helping this guy is because as I was approaching, I'm thinking like, oh, maybe he like lost his key or whatever, and he can't get into the the driveway. And then as I'm getting closer, I'm realizing this driveway wall is like three feet high, so like he could, he could easily just walk over just it. Walk over yeah. it. Like, this isn't yes. his house. He's just, like, hanging out. Yeah. 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 Like, this He's, is, like, there's too many, like, weird things that, like, not helping. But that was all in a split second of you running past where you just, yeah, like, had to like make maybe, that assessment. You know, it could have went any other way. Yeah, like, four houses notice. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, approaching, starting to slow down. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, this doesn't feel right. Mm. Not helping. Keep going. Well, maybe not necessarily a close call, but close enough. Close. That's like, the closest that's, I think that I've come yeah. to, like a murderer, like or being murdered, or being murdered. Like, yeah, it could have easily been, you know, even the next morning. Like, if I left work twenty minutes earlier or something, like yeah. that was on the route, I would have passed them again. Wild. Fuck, we sound so Canadian. That's the closest you've been to a murder. That's the closest I've you been. know. I know. Well, I thought I was walking in. I thought I was getting shot at one time walking through Toronto. Like, and in hindsight, we're in the, like, the business section of Toronto walking, me and a friend going to a show. Yeah. And we just walked through this back alley and heard these gunshots. So we dropped down. Yeah. And, like, looking around, didn't see anybody. I'm like, what the fuck? So, like, got back up, like, or tucked against the wall or whatever it was. And we got back up and we're just like, fuck, let's get the fuck out of this alley. Yeah. And as we're walking, it was like, cut, 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 hold it, cut. <laughs> And we just had walked right through the middle of a film set, right? Like they were, and it was like a, fuck, what was that movie? It was with Moe's Def. Anyways, it's like some fucking shoot em up, you know, action movie. I don't know any Moe's Def movies. Yeah, no, he's like, I didn't know like he was not a action. lead or anything. But I just remember looking it up later and being like, that's that fucking movie that set that movie. I walked into and thought I was going to get <laughs> murdered. <laughs> Did you watch the movie? Maybe they left you in. Some scallions in the back. I did alley. watch the movie. I did watch the movie. No, we didn't get left in. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like a little bit of pee, right in that moment. Just oh, like yeah. a little bit of pee. Yeah. Like the gunshot sound like it was right behind your fucking head. So I don't know how they didn't see us. Like there was no red tape. There was no yeah. one hanging out at that entrance of the alley, and we just like strolled right in. Maybe yeah. they just like looked at that alley and they're like, "There's no way anyone's walking down this alley in the middle of the night." Yeah, meanwhile, we're drinking. Yeah. You know, so it's like, stay off the street. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. going to shows in Toronto was all about back roads. Oh yeah. Yeah. You gotta hit those back alleys, back baby. Mm-hmm. That's where the action is. You gotta you gotta hit those back roads. Stay off the grid. Yeah. So what do you got, Rue? You said you had a story about a a murder. Yeah. What are you weighing Something in? Something you were involved in, or? Oh, I I don't know. Something I, you're planning. I, I <laughs> well, the, there was this man <laughs> named O.J. Simpson. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the juice. The juice. No, I, I I got nothing. I got no particular stories. <laughs> the juice. Did you guys see that interview that the juice gave to that woman about the time where he talked about how, like, if hypothetically he had killed his? I feel ex-wife. like I seen some of that. That yeah. was creepy. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. Super. Yeah. It's pretty. It's. It was pretty wild how quickly a man can go from being like, it's hypothetical, it's hypothetical, to just like, I remember when this happened. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh my God, yeah. like you're reliving this. It's yeah. fucked. He, you know? he went through a lot of like, maybe this happened to like, maybe I remember this. <laughs> it's like, maybe you remember. Yeah. Or yeah, maybe you maybe, imagined. Yeah. Like I could imagine you know. like uh, she, you know, answered the door with a knife in her hand. And I remember like, Yo, like you got to get that knife in here, and it's like, wait, what? You're yeah. mixing up this fantasy and a memory and third person. Oh, yeah, it's, disaster. Yeah, well, he absolutely. spent so many years lying, like potentially, allegedly, he didn't do it. No, but some yeah. people think he he did, right? Like, I mean, he, the court he system says he didn't do it, but you spend, yeah, exactly. You spend so many years lying or potentially lying about these things. I feel like it probably would get like mixed up in the reality right oh, like yeah. you would kind of lose that a bit yeah i i I, mm-hmm. I don't know like i well i think he would know if he did it or not but um i, so. I know yeah. what you mean yeah you oftentimes think. like yeah. i tell stories and i like telling stories but like you really have to like stop and think like am i telling the memory or am i like yeah. repeating the story because last time i told the story like it got a good reaction, like that. Totally, totally. Irish that murder. Happens. It's totally like, is that happens. actually the way it happened, or is that the way like I tell mm-hmm. the story? Mm-hmm. And the yeah. more times I tell the story, like how do those like edges get massaged? To totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, to get, I, I like, like, a, like, elicit yeah. that response or something. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you just don't even realize it because you keep saying the same story over and over same again. Thing. Instead For of it sure, being yeah. like, oh, I was there the day before, like maybe. One time I tell the story, it's like, oh, it was the same day. Like, later that day I went back and there was a murder. Like, that kind of thing happens over time that you mm-hmm. actually forget. Like, oh, no, it wasn't the same day. It was the day before. But it's still mm-hmm. close and scary. But mm-hmm. it's a better story if it was like, and then 20 minutes later he stabbed somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a better story. But Or like... Um, like Jean Benet Ramsey. Do you remember Jean Benet Ramsey? Of course. Dude, the Zodiac ties Zodiac. into that. Ties <laughs> so right into Z- it. Like I said, time for the Zodiac story. So go on with your Benet Ramsey thing and I'll the pepper Benet it in. The Benet Ramsey yeah. story. Like I, I watched this program not too long ago on the TV about how they think that the younger, the older brother Burke was the killed Jean Benet Ramsey because. The like the the one the one key piece of evidence that I picked up on that I thought was like how do you dispute this was basically the story was that the family had gone out for dinner on Christmas Eve with another family, mm-hmm. went and did their dinner junk, came home, and when they were getting ready for bed, little Burke liked to have, I believe it was 
I think it's or pineapple. Milk. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it was milk and pineapple. Ew. Ew. Yeah, I don't know. Like that was. He just did it. He, he totally did it. Did it. But yeah. so there was That's milk and pineapple, drink. and they basically what like when they found her body and did the autopsy and opened her up. She had a piece of undigest pineapple in her stomach. Shut up, Herring. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, uh, um, oh, I'm gonna kick her out. But so, basically, saying that like the food that she had eaten at the dinner had been digested, but they found this piece of pineapple in her stomach, and she died before she could digest it. Digest it, oh. and. They found fingerprints on the bowl and the spoon and the glass of milk that he was drinking mm. that were his kind of thing. So, like, the speculation was that she, being a little shithead, went up and, like, grabbed a piece of pineapple and ate it. And then he struck her in the head with something. Right. Just wow. as, like, a, you know, like, as, like brother sisters <coughs> do. Like, Mike, I'm sure you beat up your sister more than once. I put okay. her in a figure four leg lock, yeah. Nice. Yeah, fucking yeah. hell you did. You know, yeah. RJ beat me I up remember. once. Like, when I got out of line, it happens. Just, yeah. like, adolescence. But I guess, like, the speculation was that he hit her with this, like, cop flashlight. You know, those big mamajamas with, yeah, like, mag batteries that are, like, fucking eight pounds mm-hmm. each in them. Yeah, yeah the old mag light. Yeah, and they think like that was this. That was like the explanation was that he hit her in the head with that, and, and the parents just like covered it up. Yeah, because yeah. they found it, and it was like in that instance, you're basically losing two children, right? Yeah, like, yeah. but not one, really. If he's like four, like they're not going to do anything. No, but that was actually what mm-hmm. it kind of ended up being that in Colorado they can't charge children under the age of ten with murder. Yeah, so. I think they kind of knew this from the beginning. Yeah. And it was like, are we ruining this kid's life? Or are we just, you know, going to blame it on terrorism? You know, because, you know, they can drag the parents through the dirt. I think they dragged the parents through the dirt because they thought it was them. And then found out that it was was like clearly not a friggin kidnapping yeah. and they return the body in the middle of the night with everyone there yeah, yeah, yeah. with everybody in the home yeah, yeah like For obviously sure. that story made no sense there was a cover-up and yeah. that was she the, was found in the basement or something yeah right? of the house yeah. yeah in some room that they already had searched yeah yeah oh no i'm getting a knock on my door forget it i'm not wearing pants though yeah, don't go. Just don't get just it. It's it probably fucking little Burke with his milk and his pineapple. <laughs> yeah, he's coming for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard you talking about it. Ooh. But I mean, like the whole like the, this guy. Okay, so this guy John Cameron, who is an author, and he used to be a what? What did he say? Par- parole board analyst. Okay. So he would be the guy that the parole board would kind of. Uh, uh, contract him to speak with these people to see if they were fit for rehabilitation or to like enter, you know, the working world again. Go like whether they are eligible for parole. Like these, like I think it span. Like it, it was like everything from like a weed charge to a fucking murderer, right? Like so he sat down, conducted interviews with these people, and gave the parole board kind of his recommendation whether they should be or could be let out. Or whether they, you know, whether he thinks they should be, you know, kept in in that system, right? 
And so this guy, John Cameron, actually heard most of this on that Tinfoil Hat punk podcast with Sam Tripoli and that Ryan fella. Yep. And uh, I think Theo Vaughn was on that episode too, and they had this guy call in, and um, basically he he was talking with this guy, Edward Edwards, Edward Wayne Edwards. Good name. And, uh, yeah, right? And uh, he suspects, his theory is that he is the Zodiac Killer, and he's responsible for upwards of 500 murders. Right. And the guy confessed to a bunch of them and had details about a bunch of them um, that pretty much put him right there smack in the middle. Like, there's no way he could know this or that, right? you know, without being a participant. So, um, like, as far back as, like, all the Lover Lane, all the Lover's Lane killings in the 50s, where they walk up and fucking execute, you know, people in their car like teenagers and shit or people being uh, people cheating and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, he, like this guy, John Cameron's pretty sure like he, he, he's sure that this guy, Edward James, Edward Wayne Edwards is responsible for all the killings associated with the Zodiac and, and, and some outside of that too. Like it even goes uh, as far as he thinks that he killed that Teresa girl and that making a murderer that Stephen Avery is accused right. of currently, I think, in jail for. Yeah. Um, but he, because he was on like the search party, like he got himself with fake credentials, right. got himself on like the, the search the party. He's like the Forrest Gump of murders. He's just there. totally the Forrest Gump of murders, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, like his legacy, quote unquote, this guy's theory, his legacy spans like 60 years, right? Like yeah. well into the guy's. You know, 80s or whenever the hell he died. Uh, well, he, well, like when he was in his 80s. Um, but like, apparently, he was responsible for some of the, you know, the most horrific and uh, and uh, like headline-worthy murders of right. the last 60 years. Um, he traveled with his family for a lot of them mm-hmm. under assumed identities, like you know, phony identities. Had all these phony credentials. Um, was like an FBI informant for his own murders, like potentially, like right. that's the theory. Okay, is that he he informed the F- so he set people up, like he would kill people but frame other people in the process. Right, and he would act as an FBI informant. Right, like kind of pushing them where he wanted them to go. Right, like he had already framed these people, so he would he had kind of like the inside scoop on. Oh, I'm going to push. The feds yeah. into thinking this person hears some evidence. It's a pretty evidence. like good way to get away with murder is to just yeah, totally make the question of who done it go away. They stop looking. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. Like they, they, he was saying that uh, you know with that Stephen Avery stuff, like you know the car wasn't in the compound or wasn't in the junkyard you know originally, and they got somehow it was placed there overnight, and that dude was actually the dude. Like this, Edward Wayne Edwards, under some other assumed identity, was who led the search party to the car. Yeah, you know, um, there wasn't the bones in the fireplace or whatever it was. But uh, two days later, they sh- there's you know Teresa's bones. Yeah, in this like so he had the yeah he was on the front lines of the search party, able to plant the evidence. And like I don't know, like, I wish I knew a little bit more about it because I'm only pretty much an expert, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, not a complete. Um, but I think it was like, um, 
Yeah, and there, there was other things like they found a ring, her ring in the house, and stuff like. But no other. There's no DNA. There was no blood. There was no telltale signs that she was murdered in the house. Hmm. But there was all these things, kind of like, like they. Oh yeah, they're in the house. They check the house, and then what? A couple days later, they happen to find a piece of evidence that links Stephen to the to the yeah. death. You yeah. know, on second and third look at a house, but this guy's been there the whole time. So I don't know, like. I just find it's an interesting story, this Edward Wayne Edwards guy. I'm going to look more into it. He wrote a book in, like, the 70s, kind of confessing to a, some murders that mm-hmm. I don't know whether he got let off of them or if he used, again, like, a assumed identity. And it, But it, it was his book. And, like, the in the Zodiac puzzles, I guess they were solved some years ago. Like, not too long ago. Like within the last decade, they, yeah. like, decoded some of that hieroglyphic shit. And uh, it says, like, his name in it. Weird. And there's just all these weird things associated with that guy and the possibility that he was caught up in, you know, 60 years of murder. And somehow, I don't really know how, I'll have to look into it further, but somehow connected with the John Benet Ramsey murder and potentially. Yeah. 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 See, now it's getting a little out of. Getting a little out of control. And I think it gets a little point. like squirrely with the like assumed identity, like they go to like, oh, and he had, because it's not like they knew Eddie Edwards was at yeah, yeah. Uh, Stephen Avery's farm, but there was like Bruce Dickson Dickinson was there. Yeah, yeah. And that was actually, actually him under an assumed identity, and it's like says who. The creepy thing is, there's a video of in, and this was on that podcast too. They talk about there's a video of them in like t- like a bunch of lawyers talking outside the courthouse, and fucking Ed, Edward Wayne Edwards is in the background of that video. That's creepy. Like it's no. clearly him. Yeah. And there's yeah. another murder. Uh, there's another murder some other time, and they did like a documentary on it, and you can see him in that mm. documentary as well, kind see, of hanging I'm, in the background. I'm very much the believer. That both O.J. Simpson and Stephen Avery mm-hmm. killed the p- people they were accused of killing. I really feel that. And I also feel that the police at the time also thought, knew, assumed that they had committed their murders. Mm-hmm. and But didn't have the evidence to actually go through with it right so they then in turn planted evidence yeah you know well, that's that's the that's one of the like the most controversial theories right right like it's yeah. like hey like th- like oj did that shit but yeah. we don't really have any There's evidence not enough because evidence. As, soon as, it, yeah. as soon as it was done he mm-hmm. fucking picked up and went to chicago i think yeah. like he left and they had to call him and be like the next day and be like yo like your wife's dead and you're the prime suspect, you have to come back here. You know what I mean? And and I'm, I'm sure they planted the glove. I'm sure, you know. Yeah. And it's same with Stephen Avery with the key. Like, the yeah. key was definitely planted. Like, we yeah. all know that. Like, there's no way it wasn't. Yeah. The one thing yeah, yeah. with the Stephen Avery case that always blew my mind uh, in that show was there was the one dude, I think his name was Locke, the cop one of the cops that searched his house and found the key, if you mm-hmm. watch the show, um, but at the end of it, when he's on trial for like the second murder, he's getting walked into trial by that same cop. Mm-hmm. Totally. That it's like, 
how is this not a conflict of conflict interest? Conflict of interest, right? why yeah, yeah. This, why is this case not fucking six counties away from here yeah. where he's not, like, the guy's going to walk him into court and then yep. they're going to call him up to the stand? Yeah. You know? Like, that was that was the shittiness with that. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and to elaborate on this, the second part of all this is if you love somebody, never, ever take an insurance policy <laughs> Number one suspect. <laughs> yeah, because you look guilty as fuck. Guilty as yeah. fuck. And you don't yeah. want to know the weird thing? Like you, the three of us, we all know that. If you have an insurance policy out on the one that you love and your loved one ends up dead, you are the one that they're fucking coming yeah. after. Why? Because you're owed all this money, right? Like that's the reason why. So mm-hmm. then why mm-hmm. is it so outlandish to also think, though, that you know, the Bower County Police Department wasn't out for Stephen Avery. Why? Because they fucked up 18 years. No, and they owed him him money. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not millions, but thousands. It was millions. No, it was millions. Because he was in jail like 18 years or something. I think they gave him a million a year. If my wife falls down the stairs, cracks her fucking head open, and I go to jail because I have a fucking insurance policy out for them, because that's a motive, because yeah. I'm going to get that money. How is that not a motive when it goes the other way on yeah. the state? That, mm. you know, like, and yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe Stephen Avery played that. Like, I'm not doubting that, you know, like, but it. it like, like, play that card, you mean? Yeah. Like, I hey, they owe me money. Up. I'm going for it, you know. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, at, you know, and that's the only argument I feel the other way. Like, I guess I'm contradicting myself. But it's like that's the only argument the other way where it's like the motive for to put this guy in jail and like throw the book at him like they did throughout that whole documentary. Like that's the reason because they, you know, hey, it might cost us fucking a hundred million to put this guy away, but it's it's less than the three hundred thousand, you know, that we're gonna fucking owe him in the long run. Yeah, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, right? Like, I don't know, and. The build on this more, sorry, I've, I don't know, like, I've watched Keep building. Netflix. I watch a lot of, like, TV shows, and I have a fucking bias, because I don't fucking like the police, and I don't like the Crown, District Attorney, all that nonsense, because I do feel like they all collude, you know? Oh, and yeah. Like, you see it in all of these shows, and I don't know. It's, shady it's a hard for, job, though. Like, know. I don't... I For sure. It there, fucking like, sucks. I just, like, if you don't think... There is a brotherhood where they're not gonna fucking protect one another. Oh yeah, you're, fucking, mm-hmm. you're just naive. Like there's that, a... it does exist. It does happen. Like, and you have to you have to just cover your ass. You can't be a dick. There's like, also Mike, social you... political reasons for them to yeah. kind of cahoot yeah. as well, right? Like Mike, you said it earlier in your your experience where you sat there and watched like four different cops just talk about like, well, what are we going to give this guy? What's yeah. the charge we're going to give him? Ooh, it could be this, it could be that. And depending on your response is going to be what they charge you with. You know? Yeah, essentially, that's, that's not, how it that's went. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, they're, they're wanting you to say like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I only pushed the one cop one time, and like, oh yeah, that was you. Fuck yeah, that's assault. A, that's you know, yeah, yeah. grade I feel like ten assault. That's coming, a big one. It's yeah. coming to light. Like you see it in the states, where like you know, like black people are getting shot and fucking murdered left and right, and it gets covered up. But now it's it's kind of coming to light that yeah. it's just like, yeah, you know what? Like this is this does that. It happens. It happens a lot. It happens every single fucking day. There's and. A, 
a you know, great documentary on Netflix called Flint, I think. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, it's yeah, Flint. Yeah, that's good. It's really so, good. It's just been like um, the police in Flint because Flint's fucked. Pretty yeah. sure it's called Flint. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, have yeah. you watched it, Skylar? Yeah, no, not yet. Definitely watch it because like um, it's like <laughs> being recorded in like 2016 and it's like live. Or not live, but you know how they do it. And yeah, yeah. as it's going on is like every week there's a new like police brutality, like killing like an unarmed black guy in America. And that's yes. like happening and they're like, they're having lunch and talking about it. Like all these cops are like, oh, you know, this one, you know, happened. And all the cops like right away are just like defending the cop. It's like, yeah, but you can't see in the video that he likely had like an arm. He likely had been armed. The video starts and you don't know what happened right before that. And it's just like, Wow. Like, and then in the documentary, like, they show the video of, like, you know, a uh, pulled over, and, like, you know, I got my hands up, and the cop just, like, shooting the guy, in the, and he's in his car, and his, like, wife is, like, live yeah, streaming yeah. it all on Facebook. I and the cops are, like, watching this, like, in their, like, lunchroom. Yeah. And they're just, like, that. yeah, but you don't see what he did, like, right before that happened. You know what, you know, maybe before the camera turns on, he said something. And it's just, he like, over his car, how can really they watch that, that and still mm -hmm. be, like, yeah, but that was justified. Yeah, that was yeah. It was just like they're just like nope. Our team look, is always right, and it's just yeah, like yeah. this. Just like this one. Like I can just picture him. We got like an old pig of a head on him, and yeah. then, no <laughs> way are the cops ever at fault. It's always like I, yeah, but the video starts off and you don't even know what happened. Yeah, it's like I get both guy, sides. Like, like I understand. Like you, if you, as a cop, you walking up on that situation, you don't yeah. know. You don't know yeah. what's gonna happen. It's no. you or mm -hmm. them. But, like, at the same time, it's like, man, like, it's your job to pr protect and serve. Yeah. yeah. It's I get not that, to like, fucking, and there's still, you know, like, like the, the bias of, like, you only see the, like, okay, maybe there's, like, 40,000 interactions. I'm just making up a number. And, the, like, yeah. the 1% go really bad, but now they're all filmed and it's, like, going to get on the news and it's, like, clicky, mm -hmm. like, internet, whatever. For sure. I get that. But yeah. I'm more, like, just watching this show. And this is not, like, oh, and that happened once. It's, like, every episode this is, like, happening twice because it's, like, that last summer was just really bad or two years yeah. ago. So it's, like, this is, like, a regular thing that happens in the show. Like, there's another police shooting and the cops are always mm -hmm. just, like, hey, maybe we are doing something wrong. It's just, like, every single time it's, like... Nope, I don't know what happened before the video turned on. Like, and, like maybe this. Yeah, is I couldn't like see his hands either. Justified fucking, in my eyes, it's just like maybe this is the wrong mm -hmm. comparison to make. But when you watch those videos, I feel like shit needs to get changed. You know, like as much as it's like, hey, this isn't every single occurrence. But when those occurrences happen, there needs to be dialogue and there needs to be change. You know, mm -hmm. it, there's there like it like it's a it's a jump. But it's like, what about like when we watched nine eleven, and that all went down? There was change, you know. Right. Like that was an extreme case of just like, hey, like terrorism happens all the time. Yeah. But like this is an extreme moment that yeah. like we, everybody take a step back, and we need to assess how we live our lives and the steps mm -hmm. that we take in these moments, and then you you click over. And you just watch, like, police, you know, do their thing. Like, literally, it's just, like, do their thing. Like, exercise their authority. And it's like, man, like, this, something needs to change here. Like, how long does this go on before there needs to be a step back and yeah. be like, yo, there's a change here. 
Like, you know, like we need to do something that's. Well, I mean, my question is how often in these circumstances where, you know, someone gets shot and there's, you know, uh, speculation that it was just or unjust, you know, from public or within the police force, how often is that investigated? Like, it's not every time. You know it's no. not every time. It can't be. Like, they obviously, there's probably some form of investigation, whether it was justified. coming, though. I feel like, more, like most how, of the stories I, I hear so. now are, like, the police officers getting charged. And I do it like happens. that, like, body cams are, like, a thing now. Like, every cop yeah. pretty much has yeah, that yeah. on 24. Like, they can't turn it off when things go, like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave, get <laughs> your camera off. <laughs> I mean, never mind everyone having three cell phones in their pockets, too, yeah. right? Like, that's yeah. going to benefit Like, that, that like... Forward visibility of this thing like that will curb you know maybe because you've been hearing forever maybe some of it. that like this has been happening forever and no one has does yeah. anything about it but like maybe the last three years that it seems like this happens every day it's like no that happened every day for the last 50 years mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. there's a big flat big friggin cop flashlight shining on it so it might it'll take a while for those like horrible behaviors and those bad cops to be cycled out, but I'm optimistic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. As far as moving forward, yeah. I remember there was a story not too long ago in Toronto where it was like a dude got pulled over and like they suspected him to be a like a a, a heroin dealer. And I think he was like, I think that's like part of it was like, he definitely was a heroin dealer and they searched his car like twice and found nothing. Mm. And then on the third search, they found a baggie of heroin in his glove compartment. Right. And Uh it definitely like the guy straight up was just like, this is bullshit. And either way it came out that it, like they straight up, they framed him like they right. did it on purpose and again it Stephen Avery where right. it's just like right. we know you we know that you're doing this we yeah. know you're yeah. a perpetrator of this and like we got you and then they move in and they have nothing and it's like fuck what do we do like what you know where we've come this far we'll like pull out the heroin that we have and yeah. put it in his fucking glove compartment and they did it and it like it straight up was like they these cops have then since been arrested and like wow I don't know the rest of the story but like it was a weird like the <laughs> the chief of police police had to come out and like give a big statement where it was just straight up like yeah these cops got caught fucking trying to frame this dude you know Playing like devil's have- advocate yeah fair enough um, yeah. yeah. Is that a bad thing, though? Like, I'm just saying, like, he is a heroin dealer. He is. But it's yes. the line. Where's the fucking line? I, that's a bit. Like, we're yeah. just saying that, like, yeah. clearly OJ did it, and he got off, and Stephen Avery did it, and they did it to him, and you're kind of like, yeah, but he fucking murdered somebody. Yeah. So if they're going to just, but, like, toss a key in his room to, like, make that a little bit, like, it's fucking bullshit, but, like, he should not be let out because the cops fucked up. Like, I don't think... No, maybe yeah. it is though. I maybe think, that's no, like, like if the you standard to has to be there kid, so that cops don't do that I'll, all the time. I'll go the next step and tell you that like, is addiction a crime? No, no. But so why should like you know, is not at being addicted? Feeding no, that but for profit is, is not the same thing. You know, no, definitely not. Definitely not. But like, maybe the problem is not like I don't know. Is is heroin the problem? Like, 
No. Well, I, here's I, another I, question I for you. Yeah. People are addicted to money and greed, yeah. and if you're selling heroin to feed that addiction, That's you know, if you're saying addiction's not a crime, right. but you know, you're you're doing all these things to feed that addiction, your yeah. your greed. I mean, yeah. it's just like, where's the line? Don't even open that door. No, I don't think that's, you know, justified at all. You suspect this person did something. You're, you know, you're a hundred percent sure yeah. on that side of the fence that they did that thing. No, it's not okay for you to make shit right. up to, no. yeah. to, uh, you know, no. cooperate. Yeah, yeah. To fucking Collaborate. whatever. For yeah, sure. That. Yeah. No, for yeah. sure. I agree. Like if you're, if you're like so certain. Because clearly the, the cops were onto this frigging guy. Yeah, been like they knew who they're looking for. They like pulled them over yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, we got them." And then the car's clean, and they're just like, "Fuck," you know. We like mm -hmm. played our hand. He knows we're onto him now. Yeah. But it's like, no, you just have to stay on him now for another three months. Follow him around. Yeah, like I either he's gonna work. slip up or stop fucking doing drugs. I don't know. It's but not yeah, drugs are stupid. Drugs should just be legal. Like people want to yeah. do that, go for it. Go mm -hmm. for it. Put all do that like money. That you're using to police drugs and to help. Everybody's yeah, exactly. addiction. Yeah, yeah I, reform I fucking, and you know, yeah. I drink coffee. Mike yeah. sucks dick. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> We're live right now. We're well, live. But I mean, like you know, that's just it. Like it's addiction. Addiction's a motherfucker. That shouldn't be illegal. Illegal. Yeah. If I did suck dick. For the I wouldn't yeah. necessarily Allegedly. be addicted to it, okay? <laughs> dick. No, you know what? And like, you know, God bless. Addict without dick. <laughs> true, it's true. And yeah. dick. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, should we wrap this one up, Mike? Do you have a a fucking uh, makey shifty thing this week? What did you? Oh, call it? how to a make Mike's a thing? Minute? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. But. Uh, <laughs> If you want me to tape a couple things together, we can we can figure that out. If you want it. Quick, I bet. Your new yeah, segment was a one time a one and a done one time segment. No, I just totally forgot about it. We were at that wedding all weekend and uh kinda yeah. Any wedding stories you want to share? How was the bride? Was um, she glowing? Oh, she was a babe. Total fox. Yeah. Okay. She came in, in a horse drawn carriage in this massive field. Like, honestly, they went all out. They yeah. went all out. And it wasn't, like, some yuppie wedding. It was hillbilly as fuck. Like, okay. it was... Cool. It was rad. Yeah, and it was a, it was a great time. Four, three, four days of partying and, and just being around great people, meeting people uh, in the middle of the backwoods, B.C., you know, 18 kilometers off the highway on a bush road. and <laughs> The highway just, of tears. The highway of tears, yeah. <laughs> and, on, on, like, honestly, that's, like... It, to kind of put into perspective, like that's one of thousands of roads right. where you could get lost on very easily, or in some cases, dump a body if yeah. that was you know kind of your thing. Like if you love doing that, yeah, you could do yeah. it. But uh, no, it was a great time, and uh, I do got one story. Purpose road. I wasn't uh, I wasn't present for this, but I guess the night before I showed up, uh, a bunch of the guys from out of town decided to do a bunch of acid, okay. which is cool. You know, it's fun time. We've all been there. But uh, one of the guys, again, from out of town. <laughs> yeah, didn't like, I've never done acid. I'm never going to do just throw this out there. I've never done acid. It's fucking fantastic. Right place, right time. But uh, yeah. so guy unfamiliar with the area, never been to BC, especially never been where we were in the middle of fucking nowhere in this clearing. But uh, he take, I guess they took a bunch of acid and he somehow moseyed off 
from the crowd and the group and ended up in the neighbor's field. Oh, I guess this was at their house. So I ended up in the neighbor's field and spent the entire night roaming around trying to find his way back to the house. I got really fucking lost. Yeah. And he remembers sleeping under a log for a little bit. And the guy who owned the property, like, seen this guy in his field, so came out in his truck. And Buddy, who was on the acid, got all freaked out and started running away from this guy. So now there's, like, a chase in this field <laughs> between the guy who's trying to help him and find out, like, what the fuck's going on? Why are you, why are you in the yeah. middle of my field? And uh, he ended up catching up with them and kind of, like, you know, slowly getting the information he needed out of him and, and found out where he was from and what he was doing there and drove him back to the house the next morning and he showed up no shirt bloody <laughs> just like i don't know what the fuck happened last night just went on this trip and ran away and got lost for you know the entire evening and i mean it's like there's plenty of bears around you're, you're on the highway of tears <laughs> we're on the fucking highway of tears at that point you're only a couple kilometers off it, yeah so, it's a bad place yeah. to get lost and naked yeah for sure yeah, for sure. But, like, no common sense, right? Like, you know, he doesn't know where he is, so he can't look at the mountain and be like, oh, I need to go here. Or, right, right. You know, look at the, yeah, at any of the land around him and be like, it makes sense. I'll go. No, but whatever. He ended up doing a bunch of acid, getting lost in the neighbor's field and coming back bloody and shirtless. So that was pre-wedding. And then the Pre wedding took a whole nother, you know, took a whole nother spin. Yeah, but there was a lot of fucking crazy shit that happened. Yeah, there's a lot of sluts roaming around, and you know, there were we are alive, sir. A lot. Yeah, sorry, some some really proud women roaming around. Yeah, really. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, empowered. proud. I guess proud. Yeah. Empowered. Empowered. Some very empowered, empowered yeah. women. Uh, yeah, stinking around. How about that? Well, I. In that setting, it, it was just women. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. saying the men weren't empowered or sluts. I'm just saying there. It was known that there was a few rogue empowered women, mm. kind of on the outskirts of the whole weekend. Yeah, how'd that work go. out for you and your fucking band? Uh, we're okay. We'll just uh, leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good story. Good story. Yeah. Great. Right. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great weekend. Okay, we're ending this show on that. Yeah. Okay, guys. Until uh, next week. One more shout out to Frontline Fiesta for the beautiful music. Yeah. See you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>